Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Dr. Ken Wyatt, Professor of Business at Tennessee Tech University. Ken and I have been talking uh, the, the last time around. We, we uh, discussed a number of ideas that all uh, led up to the questions involved in starting a business and how to deal with the legalities of those issues. And today we're going to talk about the different kinds of business structure and what works best for you, uh, whether you're a sole proprietorship, a limited liability company, uh, a C corporation, an S corporation, all of that mumbo jumbo. We're going to try to straighten that out for you and give you some sense of how to direct your interests so that that all fits together. It's some of the ups and downs of common business structures. So, uh, Ken, you want to start us out with some yeah. thoughts you had there? Well, I think that um, most businesses in the United States are small businesses, and about three-quarters of those businesses are sole proprietors. But they're the the smaller of businesses. That probably represents only 4% of the total sales of businesses in the country. So it gives you an idea that the sole proprietor is, is, um, is there. Most people use it. A lot of times it's uh, we do it because it's one, it's the easiest business to form. We can just start doing business. It's inexpensive to develop. Is it particularly uh, prone to service businesses or products or, or both? Both. Uh, if you are the individual owner, your business is you. Uh, it's got fewer regulations than some of the more formal, uh, um, like corporate forms. Uh, and it's has an advantage that the income flows through to you as an individual as personal income and in, in it's not tax you don't get the double taxation that we'll talk about later in uh the uh the large corporate form so the taxes are simpler it's simpler it's simpler it's flexible but it's got some limitations it's goes with some of your legal liabilities. And this is, goes back to our previous uh, previous show where we talked about getting counsel. With a sole proprietorship, you as the owner have unlimited liability for the debts and obligations of the company. And those debts can include all of your personal assets, not just what you invested in the company. Whatever the debts of the company are, you are responsible for as the owner and can include your home and all others. So you have that. So somebody who works for you could get you in trouble and you'd be in trouble. And then you're fully liable. That's a major. Um, A couple other limitations. Uh, The life of the company is is limited to the life of the owner, the proprietor, uh, because the company is one and the same as as the owner. And then as you start to grow, and this is where uh, things come in, if you need funding to de- support growth, it's probably the most difficult form of a business to obtain the funding to support large amounts of growth. Why is that? While you have personal liability, there's not an exit strategy. There's not um, an ability to, uh, to see the longevity of the company. Uh, when investors, if you're wanting to grow a company, investors want to see a company that can transition and go beyond just an individual. They want to see the life of it, so have, uh, develop no, a life of its yeah, own. So you have no stock to sell. You've got uh, no stock to sell. How do you share an interest you can't? And banks are crazy uh, about Actually, 
in order to share an ownership of a company, you're no longer sole proprietor. Right. So it, it limits okay. you to that. And what about, and banks don't favor. And, and banks tend, uh, as a sole proprietor, the banks are going to loan to you based on your personal credit history, and that's your limitation. Right. So that's a sole proprietor. Now, if two of you get together to uh, form a business and you shake hands and hopefully write an agreement of some sort to do that, you become a partnership, a general partnership. It can be informal or it can be very formal as far as the structure. Is that part of a, a sole proprietorship? That's no, it's a separate, it's a separate form. Is that Second like a form. limited liability thing? Or is that... uh, it's got similar advantages and disadvantages of the partnership. And this one's interesting because as a general partner, you are still completely liable for the obligations of the company. So what's the advantage? Or is there one? Well, you're still it's still a simple form of ownership. You don't it doesn't cost a lot to form. Uh, you can uh, it's and you don't have the regulation that goes with that. So it so minimizes you, some of your personal responsibility. Right. It, it minimizes that, but you can share the management and you can share uh, the obligation. But let's uh, when I tell my students about this, I say that Joe and I have developed a company, and I get a call from the bank on Monday morning uh, saying that I'm past due on a payment, and I said Joe was going to make that payment. And they said uh, he was going to be there Friday. They said, that was interesting. He's not. He was not here, and your checking account is empty. And uh, the teller said that Joe's in some island somewhere. So I said, so I would say, I'll, I will cover my 50% of this company, my obligation. He said, the banker says, no, you're responsible for 100% of it. There you go. And so, so that creates challenges. And, and I might add here, just a little aside, but one of the things I found in partnerships um, – is that over time I've learned that when one of two partners agrees all the time with the other partner, you don't need him. <laughs> that there's, it's okay to have disagreements as partners because it tends to strengthen the direction of the business and, movement. And the last Im impression that I have of a partnership, a partnership is a is a is a it is just that, a partnership. When one partner is ready to be done with the partnership, when you want to go your separate ways, you now have perhaps a disagreement. So to get out of a partnership, you have to go through an agreement to dissolve the partnership. Sounds like divorce. So partnerships can have challenges when you need to make changes when ownership needs to change, when one's ready to end more. Well, it is like a marriage. You know, and it, and, it is uh, a marriage. You, and you know, you, all you of the tend issues. To, yeah, you tend to do better when you choose to work together, even if you disagree, it, it, than to just have one person uh, agree all the time with uh, his or her mate, <laughs> or in this case, partner, uh, is not a healthy environment, and it isn't going to help the family any more than it helps the small business grow. Yeah. So, and the last thing is yes. to is you can't just sell a partnership; it's dissolved. So the life of the partnership is is not uh, forever either. Okay. Well, we're going to end on that note. Take a quick break. We'll be back with you shortly. Don't go away. We've got more on how to structure the business so it works best for you. 
Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Dr. Ken Wyant from Tennessee Tech University, and we are talking business today. Business works. Uh, Business-to-business products and services, retail, wholesale, high-tech, consumer services, management, employee hiring and firing, training, leadership and teamwork, stress management, communication skills, traditional and holistic healthcare services, from single practitioners to major medical centers and everything in between, dentists, doctors, physical therapists, nurses, to heart transplant surgeons and drug counseling, healthcare administrators, for-profit and non-profit businesses. If it can work, it will, because business works. So we were talking about different kinds of structure, and Ken, you wanted to share with us some of the um, the next few options that are available for structuring things um, legally and um, give us a little uh, idea there on what, okay. what works best for who. Well, uh, we talked about uh, uh, sole proprietor when you're, you are the single owner of a company. We've talked about general partnership. And then things started to evolve. And, and uh, with the general partnership, both partners or all the partners are equally liable for everything and have management authority. One um, uh, change to that is a possibility of a limited partnership. You have where you have a general partner who runs the business and limited partners who are financial investors. Uh, they do not have any votes or any say in the operation of the company. Uh, they invest and the general partner is responsible and fully liable for all the obligations of the Company. The yeah, benefit that doesn't always mean that everything's hunky dory, though, does it? I mean, no. so, it, it, so if I put money in your business and it's a partnership, I, I'm still expecting to have some say in it. I, as a limited partner, you're an investor only with no say in the operations of the company. But I may anyway, if I'm putting money into it. I may open uh, my mouth the agreement and, would limit your <laughs> effective. So, and how do we get that kind of an agreement? We need a lawyer. <laughs> we, need, we, we need to make sure we have counsel and okay. have a written so. agreement. The benefit to the limited partner, though, yes. as a limited partner, you are, your liability ends with your investment. So the contract is very important. The contract is important, but the limited partners have limited liability to the level of their investment. They okay. don't – and I think this fits in real estate mar- partnerships – You've seen limited partnerships in oil and gas exploration and some other uh, types of, of, of businesses. It's not widely used, but it, it has its place. And in, in real estate transactions, you see that, um, that occur. So a lot of service businesses. And, and it's been around a long time. Like I had mentioned in a, pre- a previous episode, uh, I actually put one of these together in the late 70s to do real estate. Mm-hmm. And the investors didn't want to participate daily. They wanted to get involved, and actually the only uh, d- disagreement they had was when it was time to end the business, they wanted to keep going. So it was going well. And so there are places for it, but it has a limited uh, scope of use. Do, are these people generally considered for like a board of advisor situation, or they uh, are not? They do not get a vote. Um, certainly you can have informal input. But the general partner gets the has the majority vote no matter what. Okay. So that's limited partnership. Now let's jump, if we could, to the big one. Okay. And that's if you're not a proprietorship, you're a corporation. And here I'm saying 
what is a regular big corporation look like? Well, a corporation is special because a corporation has a legal being in and of itself. It is an ent- it's a legal entity separate from the owners. Now, what that means, it means that the owners have the advantage of limited liability. Their liability ends with their investment. They can lose 100% of their investment, but not more. That's a big limitation. Uh, it has unlimited life. It goes on beyond the owners. It is easier to transfer interest from one owner to another to buy and sell. It's limited by the bylaws of the company. It's easier to raise the large funding needed to grow some of these uh, these national companies that we've seen grow in the last several years. Mm-hmm. You have better access to capital, but it comes with limitations. A corporation so to is, ba- to better access to capital, meaning to to bank loans or no or to, uh, to raise equity capital, uh, okay. to raise preferred stock, to raise corporate debt outside preferred, the banks. What is preferred stock? Uh, that's got, a whole different a that, that we could do an episode <laughs> on the forms of equity ownership. Preferred stock is an equity ownership with preference on uh, payment of dividends and payment in liquidation. They may or may not get voting rights. So it has certain preferences outside of the regular owner, which we call common shareholder. The limitation, the number one limitation, corporations are subject to double taxation. The corporation that earns a profit will pay income tax on the corporate profit. Then when it distributes profits to the investors or the owners or the shareholders, the shareholders then have to pay taxes on the dividends and the, ca- the appreciation of value when they sell it. So you have the potential for double taxation with the corporate form. So a good accountant is really critical. <laughs> a good accountant, the good lawyer are both critical professionals to do it. That's what you see the big companies that are going after this major capital Mm -hmm. to go and become public entities. They're trying to raise the capital to grow their company. And to do that, you need to be that C, what we call a C, the letter C is in cat, corporation. That's the primary form when we think of a corporate as something, Inc., is a C corporation. Now, there have been some derivations since then. Um as we've seen things evolve. So we have sole proprietor, partnership, corporation. And then uh, because of that double taxation, the um, there's become a special designation of a corporate form for smaller companies, which is designated an S corporation. An S corporation has fewer owners, less than 100. Uh, for a small firm, that seems like a lot, but when you consider the publicly traded firms. It's a small firm. An S-corporation is taxed as a proprietorship or partnership, so it, you did not have that double taxation. Is it, is it in concrete? So let's say you have a corporation with 99 employees uh, and it grows to 200. Do you then you convert, shift gears you and go sh- into You are a, converted to a, a regular uh-oh, C-corporation. So you can do that, all right. You would convert the yeah. form, and then you would be subject to the taxation well, as a corporation. listening out there with a small business has that issue someday. That yes, would be nice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's usually smaller, privately owned firms. Okay, good. Now, we've recently, in the last couple decades, uh, or 
uh, we've got yet other forms, which we see all the time on LLC and the LLP, limited liability corporations and limited liability partnerships. And these are all part of uh, S-Corps? No, these are new entities. Okay. They're hybrids. They're a little bit corporate and a little bit proprietorship. Um, and you what, need counsel. Yeah, what are like a couple of the quick uh, points of differences in there? Well, there, limited liability of the owner's personal taxation. And then I think that uh, as we finish up, we can, I can talk a little bit more about those. Okay, good. Well, let's take a break here and come back to you shortly. Don't go away. We'll get the answers that we're looking for. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal and Ken. We're talking about S-corporations versus C-corporations versus uh, sole proprietorships and limited liability corporations and all this commotion that most new business owners and operators try to stay away from because it requires a lawyer and an accountant. Well, guess what? So does your existence as a, <laughs> as a new business. So get with it and accept the fact that you have to have these things uh, and these kinds of people supporting you because otherwise you're going to get yourself in big hot, in hot water. A lot of problem uh, issues arise when you don't have that kind of expertise behind you or as part of your uh, advisory group, so to speak, that you are working with. And if you don't have one, get one. Start with it. Start with a lawyer. Start with an accountant. Uh, hope that maybe that's going to be enough for a while to help you. And if, as you grow, so will those needs grow. Um, uh, Ken had uh, some thoughts he was starting to share with us before the break, and maybe we'll pick up from there. Well, you before wanna... break, we had, had started uh, a discussion of limited liability corporations and partnerships. They're essentially the same. The LLC and an LLP are both um, limited liability organizations. All partners of these organizations enjoy limited liability. Remember that that just means they can lose 100% of their investment, but not more. Uh, they are, but they are taxed as personal income to the partners, which means no double taxation like you have in the C corporation. Now, LLPs, limited liability partnerships, are primarily professional organizations such as accountants, accounting uh, offices, law offices, architecture. And then you see LLCs uh, apply uh, to all the, the other kinds of businesses out there. So they're similar to corporations with the limited liability. Investors have a say in the business. They vote like corporate shareholders. They're similar to partnerships in that the taxes are taxed as personal income and they're not subject to double taxation. Now, these entities are hybrids. They were developed by lawyers, uh, and there are probably as many types and uh, of LLCs and LLPs as there are states in the nation and uh, types of firms that are out there. So they're very unique. Each one is specific for the purpose of that individual firm. So the council is critical in the form of these. Um, do you have other any other thoughts well, you wanted to share here with I, this? And, I think it was the goal was to, uh, let's discuss the different kinds of businesses we have from mm -hmm. an individual as a sole proprietor or a simple partnership that we have when we're working with a friend uh, to more formal organizations of the limited partnership 
the C corporation for the large companies and S corporation for smaller companies, and then the new hybrids, the LLC and LLP. And really, I think there are three dimensions that 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 drive this, and that is your liability, uh, taxation, and the need uh, for access to capital to grow your company. When when you're talking about liability, uh, do you mean injuries? Uh, are you talking about um, you know? If, I think it applies. I think as a sole proprietor, you are liable for any of the liabilities of any of the obligations of the firm, and if that is an obligation resulting from your product, you become personally liable. In a corporate environment, as a corporation, you have limited liability to your investment as a shareholder. You are no. You only lose your investment, and that's the limit. So, so what, yes, it would apply. So one person making a uh, a product in his or her garage um, and selling it, and then taking on a partner after having started that business, and so the business grows, but then the the legality of how that business is structured changes, or does it? Does it, does it suddenly become um, more, it becomes a partnership? It becomes a partnership. The academic component of this, they both become fully liable as a partnership. Ah, this is okay. where uh, beyond a statement at the academic or the descriptive level, you need counsel because it becomes and see, I a legal question. I, I, I can think of a half a dozen people I know who are working in their garages making things and um, and are very happy at that and doing well. And they're getting to a point they may be taking on a partner and don't seem to think that that's going to change things or that it's going to make any change legally. But obviously it does in some circumstances. And each, each situation is different. And the bottom line is you need somebody who's an expert at what those differences are. Don't try to rely on yourself uh, to, to do that. Uh, any more than you would uh, take a gaping wound to somebody in your neighborhood to ask them to patch you up uh, when when you really need a doctor. So um, that you know, I think that it it boils down the two biggest issues: uh, liability issue. You right. need your counsel, your legal counsel. Right. Tax issues. You need your accounting counsel. And your accounting and don't professional. Don't on the IRS to steer you. No, you need your accountant <laughs> okay. professional. All right, good. Well, thank you. Um, we um, we are very happy to have had you as listeners today. We hope that you'll be back with us next time around and on podcasts. That's www.newstalk941.com slash podcast. And you'll find us in the line up there, and you can pick and choose any topic and sit back and give it a listen or pass that news along. Thank you. Have a great day.